Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. All right, all right, all right. Well, everyone, welcome to this live broadcast of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. This is Lois Kofi. I'm a sales trainer, professional speaker, and podcaster, and super excited to have an amazing guest today that we're going to specialize in talking about leadership. And every week, I bring in health experts. I bring in wealth experts. I bring in wisdom experts like my guest today, Joseph. And I'm super excited to introduce him here in just a second. But I want to remind you, if you haven't already done so, please join my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community. Some of you guys are watching in here live right now if you want to comment below hashtag live we want to welcome you and maybe the city or state or country that you're tuning in from and if you have any questions comments or feedback about our episodes i'm also putting out a new text business line that you can reach out to we'd love to hear your comments we'd love to have you be more involved in even picking our future guests and our future topics so I'm going to go ahead and introduce and step out of the way of greatness here today and introduce my friend, Joseph Rosales, who's a business performance expert. He's a speaker. He's a consultant. He's he's coached the masses, and he actually is the CEO and founder of the Performance Group of Arizona. Um, he works with hundreds of companies from Fortune 100 companies and, and beyond, and we actually met online, um, which is, is kind of cool in this new normal of pandemic 2020. And I was super touched to have the opportunity to have you attend one of my webinars. And then here you are today, um, a new friend, and you do a lot with teams and, and, and a lot of great things that I know can help individuals during this crazy year of this pandemic. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you, Joseph. And we're going to talk today about a lot of great stuff regarding leadership. Hello, Michael. Michael's in from Connecticut. Awesome. Awesome to have a live studio audience. But maybe let's start with what Simon Sinek always says is start with your why. You know, how did you get to be so successful and where you are today? I know there's a story in there. Well, Lois, first of all, thank you for having me. Uh, it's it's a pleasure. And I will say that uh, when I, I was able to sit in on one of your programs and 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 watched how you managed yourself and your and and your knowledge and the people around you, I was so impressed. I reached out to you, and I, I gotta say, I don't impress that easily. I mean, it's not one of those people. Ooh, I don't like follow people around much. But you know, I was very impressed with you, so thank you. And um, yeah, it's interesting because we we all have a story, and and I do one talk when I'm speaking to entrepreneurs because that's a whole another segment of of, of coaching that we do. Um, I have a talk called "The Boy Who Got Paid in Fish," and the story there is that my first job that I created for myself was working in a pet store when I was seven years old and the guy paid me in fish. And where does that come from? Where does that entrepreneurial thing, that core come from? My parents didn't own their own business. They were very not educated. Um, you know, it, it, the whole long story there, but I just figured out if I want to stuff from the pet store, I'll go ask the guy if I can work for him and he'll pay me in fish. And he did. So that was my first job. But since then, I've, I've, I've come to, to know that in my lifetime, I started uh, in retail at 18 years old. And, uh, and I'm not 18 years old anymore. I'm quite a bit past that. 
Um, I w- I'm over 60 now. And it's interesting because when I when I started my first uh, uh, job, uh, I understood that the business is all about people and people trying to do better always, companies and people trying to do better. And I started my company over 30 years ago. Uh, it was actually called the Sales and Service Group for 20 years. And the Sales and Service Group was a company that that trained and developed sales professionals in a lot of different kinds of industries uh, from from financial services to real estate to automotive to retail to hospitality we've worked with large hotel chains and financial service chains and and banks and lots of different people and it's all you know i always say every business exists to sell a product or a service that's the purpose of a business to sell a product or a service in some form or another. The only exception is the IRS. They don't sell anything. They they're a receptacle for our money. That's pretty much it. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, way back when I started my company, I started the company because I loved helping people to be better. It's who I am. It's, it's my core. I love helping people see their potential and achieve their potential. That, that's who I am. That's my DNA. I do it all the time, whether I'm in a restaurant or whether I'm, uh, you know, someplace, I see somebody doing something. Hey, you know, good job. But, you know, had you thought about this or if I if, I'm one of those people that will complain that doesn't even sound like a complaint because I'll compliment them and I'll tell them, you know, I, I get job. I get I get jobs and clients all the time because people go, hey, you know, that was a great idea. Could you help us some other way? So I built my company um, when I started the company over 30 years ago with an idea, a business card, and a bank account with $500 in it. And I built, to, to, built it to a multi-million dollar consulting company with 40 employees traveling all over the U.S. and Latin America in two years. And it was amazing because people really do want to be better. They really do want to do their best. They just sometimes don't know how. All right? That's you amazing. That? I love yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that you talked about your first business was about sales and service. Cause a lot of times people see sales as a bad word. Yeah. Right. And yeah. in my world, sale selling is service, right? Maybe you can talk a little bit more about that as well. Cause I think a lot of salespeople keep a lid on their potential because they see sales as a bad word. That's a great question. And it's something that I think that confounds many, many people because so many businesses are trying to to adapt to and utilize a sales system. People ask me all the time, so what sales system do you teach? And I say, all of them and none of them because they all work if you use them. None of them work if you don't. So really, it's about X's and O's. It's not about it's not about the plan. It's about the execution of the plan. You can have a great sales plan, but you have to execute. So we, the, again, the name of the company is the Performance Group, and and it's interesting because it is all about performance. I, I say, I think I said when we were you know talking you know uh, backstage before we got on today, uh, but knowledge doesn't change behavior. You can know and not do very easily. You can read a book, you can listen to a seminar, you can visit a podcast, you can go to you can go to whatever event you want. And you can learn and absorb it. Oh, that's a great idea. And then still not do it. Or you could do it, but not do it very well. See, because how well you do something has a direct result, uh, a direct effect on the results you're going to get. So, you know, it's a greeting. How simple is a greeting? How simple is follow-up? How simple is your presentation? 
you can have that down, but if you don't deliver it in a way that's engaging, that's, that's, that's interactive, that solves my problems as a, as a client, then guess what? You're just another noise in my life that I don't need. And I'm going to say, thanks, but no thanks On to the next thing. So, so, you know, I, I have a lot of background in real estate. My wife's been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. So I'm still see real estate. We have our own real estate investments. I had a real estate license. I, I, I was a top listing agent back when I started and I knew it was because people didn't understand the process of selling a home. And if I could bring some of the things that I did in the, in the retail businesses and like in fine jewelry, I, I was a top salesman in that environment. We had 300 stores and I was one of the top 10 salespeople in the company. Why? Not because I was silver tongue devil, but because I helped people understand what they were going to buy and made it easy for them. I say this all the time. If you make it easy for somebody to buy something, they more likely will. If you make it difficult, they more likely won't. And how we make it difficult is we just don't answer all the questions. Right, right on. It's, Sales, I was going to say sales is about helping people decide to buy, not selling. Because mm -hmm. we're looking at it as a result. Help people make a decision to buy and buy from you. That's not that hard, really. The, the sales system that people have is like connecting the dots, and they all work. I've seen brilliant sales programs, and they all work. But they all don't if you don't use them. Yeah, there's something called inspiration, constipation. You get a lot of ideas and you don't oh, yeah. take you don't take action. And you mm -hmm. you also reminded me of the great book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I, I know we're gonna talk about your book today, but I'd like to know what is your favorite book to read that inspires you to take action? Well, that, that's a, another great question. Um, some of my all-time favorites are like Think and Grow Rich, obviously. And, and you, you, you could change the title of Think and Grow Wealthy, Think and Grow Happy, Think and Grow Successful. You could take the word rich out any way you want because some people, I don't need to be rich. But if you want to be more successful, that is a book that outlines so many things and what it especially gets into is mindset. But I'm going to say one thing about any book you're ever going to read. And this is coming from somebody who's done this for decades. You need to read it two or three times. Because the first time you read a book, you kind of get the concept. But when you read it the second time, I guarantee you it's like seeing a movie the second time or the third time. You start to notice things that you didn't notice the first time you saw the movie or the first time you read the book. So by the third time, you're really in implementation mode now. Because, again, it's not about the knowledge we obtain. It's what we do with it. So back to what, one more thing about a book. I think a life-changing book that I've read, and I've read it four times in the last three months, is You Squared by Price Pritchard. You Squared, you too. It is a book all about how you can grow incrementally, step by step, slowly, or you can grow exponentially by doing things different. By, by, by challenging different perspectives that you have. That book, it's only 38 pages. You can read wow. it in an evening. So, so it's, it's amazing because it's such amazing content that you still have to do something with, but it's right there in front of you. That is so, so awesome. Thank you for that recommendation. How did you get inspired to start writing books and where did your book ideas come from? Because I know a lot of people that I work with that I coach, they're always wanting to write a book, but there's also that failure to launch and to do it. Mm -hmm. So any, any advice or thoughts you have on that and how you got into writing your first book? 
Sure. Um, the, the Leader of You, which just came out last week, is my fourth book. My first book was in 2005, um, and way before print on demand, way before, uh, you know, ebooks. There was no such thing. It was a printed book. Uh, and my first book is titled and it still sells today um, is Customer Service is a Contact Sport. Love the title because it is. But it's not a contact like hitting people. It's a contact like the words you use, the phrases you use, how things look, how they smell, how they sound, all the things that go into contact. Because really it's about, you've heard it a million times, people do business with people, not companies. The, the company is great, but if you're in part, say you're in the real estate business and you're part of a large brokerage. Well, why, why you? Why do I want to do business with you? I understand the brand, whoever the brand is. And it's quality. I get it. And they have nice offices. I get it. But why you? How do you separate yourself from everybody else so more people want to do business with you? Because in the end, you don't get paid on other people's work unless you're the team leader. You get paid on your work. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because, yeah, we, we, we really need to focus on I mean, We talk about branding all the time. We talk about how you set yourself apart. But in the end, it's what I say to you when I'm sitting in front of you, whether it's on Zoom or in person, that gets you to say, hmm, yeah, I like that idea. Let's, let's do this. Let's sign. I was closing seven out of 10 listings when I was in the real estate business. And my, my broker told me, if you get three out of 10 at your price, you're good. If you get five out of 10, you're a rock star. I would say seven out of 10. Why? Because I had an awesome presentation that walked people through the process. And by the time they were done, they, they were nodding their head going, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, let's do, let's do this. Not to give you a date or anything, but when did you sell real estate? Because I sold real estate in Phoenix. I don't know if I ever told you that. I was in Seattle. Uh, I, I grew up in L.A., in California, uh, moved to Seattle. That's where I met my lovely wife of 33 years now. And uh, when I was in Seattle, that's when I got into real estate. And I was in real estate five years, I guess. And and I was a listing specialist, what we called a marketing specialist. I didn't like taking people around in my car. I had a nice car. So I didn't take them around. I, I listed the properties and marketed them to the other agents. And I was killing it. And it was great. And then we decided to do some other things. We started a different company and we moved to the East Coast. We're on the East Coast for 30 years, lived in New Jersey for 30 years, raised our son, built our businesses, and moved to Phoenix about three years ago. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you've obviously had so much success and now you you wrote that book. And I think you said your last book was 2005. So a lot has happened, right? Since 2005. Yeah. And so what inspired you to write The Leader? of you and what kind of nuggets can you kind of give us a preview of what it's about and how it can really help individuals, salespeople, entrepreneurs, business owners during this 2020. Sure. Thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, back in September of uh, 2019, uh, I met uh, a gentleman named Bill Walsh. Uh, who Power Team International, and I spent a week with him out in um, in Chicago. And my purpose was to learn how to develop and market digital product. 
because I've got over a thousand articles on leadership, sales, service, communication, team building that I've written over the years for different magazines. I used to write for one magazine for 12 years, another one for, for 10 years. So I've got tons of content, but I'd never really done anything with it because a book was like just a book. And, you know, you, you didn't, I, people always ask me, when are you going to write your next book? And I'd say, when I learned to market the ones I already have, because I already had three. And so I wasn't that interested, but then when I went and I started learning how you do it. And so all my books now are going to be under 50 pages. The leader of you is 38 is 43 pages. So you can read it in, in a, in a couple of sittings and do something about it. And there's uh, action items. There's, there's calls to action throughout the book. There's a digital course that's going to be out uh, October 30th that, that goes with the book. So you can buy the book in printed or print on demand. Uh, you can buy the digital course, but the, but, but the book, the subtitle of the book tells you the rest of it. The name of the book is the leader of you, you capitalized, by the way, the subtitle of the book is you can't be an effective leader of others unless you're first an effective leader of yourself. So there's a lot of self-reflection. There's a lot of ideas in the book that we talk about leadership reflection, leadership perspectives, leadership mindset. We start off talking about you, how you think, because how you think drives your actions. Um, if you think you could make that sale, if you think people want to do business with you, that's a whole different mindset than if you think you're not going to make that sale or people don't want to do business with you. A whole different mindset. And in leaders, in leadership, we talk about if you think that there's not great people that want to come to work for you, you're right. Yeah. But if you also think there are great people that would love to come and be part of my team, they just don't know I'm looking. You're right. Mm -hmm. What did Henry Ford say? If you think you can, you're, you can't. I mean, if you think you can't, you're right. If you think you can, you're right. I mean, it's, it's that simple. So nuggets in the book, we talk about, we talk about the language of a leader. What are the words and the, and, and the phrases and the, and the perspectives that a leader shares with a team to help inspire and motivate that team to do even more? See, we talk about this all the time. Being in charge doesn't make you the leader. Being in charge makes you the boss. When, when people are following you willingly and seeing that vision and they're, and they're, and they're adding their talent to that vision – now you're a leader. So, so just because you got the title doesn't mean that you're a leader. And people can tell people what to do when they do it, but do they really do it well? All of us listening today, do we really do it at our best because somebody told us to do it? Or do we do, or we do our best because we believe in it and we see it and we get pride out of that? So building – I'm talking to a large client. Uh, there's about 200 people on a call that I'm doing Wednesday, next Wednesday. Um, and, we're, and we're talking about um, developing high-performance teams because every leader needs a great team because I don't care how good a leader you are. If you're doing it all yourself, you're done. You need a great team, right? Behind you, right? I mean, you, you need a great team. So you, so it, we, 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 we've done a lot of work with clients on how do you recruit and train and develop a high-performance team? And just take the recruiting for a second. We won't get into it too much because it's a long to topic. And I know we only have about 11 minutes left. But, but you know, how do you recruit a high-performance team? Well, you first got to have a vision for what that team looks like. What are their skills and attributes and characters? Because what somebody knows is not as important to me as who they are. 
So what do these people need to know and who are they as people that you want to join your team? And once you identify that perfect person, now you go out and start to recruit those people. But you got to understand where to find them, what the messaging is, what the what the platform is that you reach out. And then when you make contact with them, what do you say? How do you say it? How do you interview them? How do you assess them? And then how do you onboard them quickly and efficiently so they can get successful more more quickly? It's not hard. It's like in the book I talk about golf. It's like golf. It's not. It's not. It's not hard. It's a simple game, but it ain't easy, right? The steps are there, mm-hmm. but if you don't know the steps, it's like, oh my gosh. You know what people do? Here's what they do. They have a vision for their business, and then they hire people to help accomplish that vision. But if they can't get their people to rise their level up to that vision. The vision, the people stay down here and you lower your expectations for the vision. That happens in businesses all over the world today. People are lowering their their, their business expectations to meet what their people are capable of. And the problem is they didn't make their people more capable or maybe they didn't have the right people. Right. It's simple, but, you know, and that's very simplified. Obviously, it's more complex than that. But in the end, if you want to accomplish high performance things in your business, you got to have a high performance team and a high performance leader leading that thing down the road and, and kicking ass and taking names. Amen to that. Yeah. And I love that quote by John Maxwell, a leader of one is a leader of many. If you can't lead one, you can't lead any. And I, I heard perfect. Yeah. Wow. A lot, a lot of what you said is what I, I've taught a lot of clients, but a lot of times they're like, Lois, I don't want to talk about mindset. Just tell me what to do. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> when you talk about, that right here, you know, how does a leader who's clear on their vision, clear on their purpose, clear on their brand, they're clear, Mm -hmm. but these folks don't want to think about mindset. They just want to be worker bees. But you you Mm -hmm. said that mindset and vision have to start Mm -hmm. be number one, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And it has has to start with leadership for sure. I mean, the reason that we, we moved the company to the performance group, you know, almost 10 years ago, um, was we realized that the missing element of every successful team, every high performance team was high performance leaders, because you can train the people all you want, but if you don't have leadership that's in concert with that and, and, and espousing those same values, it falls apart. It just, it just goes away. Oh, it was a great seminar, but nothing happens. And so when you start with people, people are the core of the business. It's that simple. People are leaders, managers, and teams. That's who the people are. We can talk about customers, bringing more customers, but in the end, people are leaders, managers, and teams. Maybe they're vendors, maybe they're support, maybe they're admin, they're all those things, but it's all about people. And um, people are, I freak out every time I watch the Olympics. I am blown every time I watch these gymnasts and these top level athletes, what they can actually do with their bodies. It's amazing to me. But you know what? In business, people are capable of the same kinds of things in business. 100%. They just they just don't know. I see people all the time like, take, take the car business. We have a long history in the car business as well. Somebody's doing 20 or 30 cars a month. Everybody else is doing 10 cars a month. And you got a bunch of people doing five or six cars a month, barely making it. Well, why isn't everybody doing 20 cars a month? Well, because they never have. So they think they can't. So they, their manager tells them, go, go stand out in the parking lot and wait for the next up. And hopefully something good will happen. So the average NADA says the average car salesperson sells someplace between eight and nine cars a month. 
But then you got rock stars selling 20, 30, 40, 50. I know people that sell 100 cars a month. Um, same car, same customer. They're just doing something different. It's the same way in real estate, financial services, mortgages, cars, anything that anybody sells. It's the same process that can be applied. Different, different product. I get that. We have a client, Caterpillar. Caterpillar runs exactly like a car dealership, but it's just a lot bigger. Uh, they're huge. <laughs> I farm, so I know. Huge. Yeah. And, and so, so, but, but the concept's the same. Attract customers, sell them a product or a service and get them on, get them on a service contract and take care of that vehicle forever. You said something right there that I want to, I want to make sure everyone heard that you attract mm -hmm. customer. And I think, yeah. don't, don't you think that that's the key difference between the car salesman that does the eight or nine mm -hmm. and the one that does a hundred, right? 100%. This person has probably worked harder than, than anything on themselves in order to attract and grow into that. Yeah. Whereas this guy is probably just expecting it because all oh, the stats say I'll, I should sell eight to nine. So that's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. You yeah, know, what? Yeah. It's like the person before anybody ever ran a four minute mile, nobody had ever done it. But once somebody ran the four minute mile, several people did it in the same year. Now it happens all the time. It's normal. It's like not even a big deal anymore. It's, it's, it still takes effort, but it's not the big deal. I guess the point is when you talk about attract, um, there are so many resources out there available today that were not around when I was in the business, when I was in the sales end of the bit, when I was actually on the floor doing stuff from social media to electronic and digital, everything to video and everything else. We didn't have those things. When I was in business, a prospect book was a real prospect book. It was a book. You wrote in it and then you pulled pages out and you laid them out on a table to figure out how you sorted them. Well, you know, we've evolved from that over decades and decades. So you have so many more tools now, but the thing's still the same. You, you cannot be the best kept secret in your marketplace and expect to be successful. So you got to start with the customer, but once they come, what do you do? How do you do it? What do you say? How do you say it? How do you how do you develop somebody? How do you how do you influence somebody? We have another course that's coming out, uh, in, I think in in January, called the Art, Science, and Psychology of Persuasion. Because it's not just the science and the psychology; it's the art of using it. How do you use these six principles of persuasion? To get people to say, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'll do this. It's not about manipulation. It's about understanding how people think and how we make, how as humans, we make decisions. And if you know those things and you integrate them into your process properly, you know, um, purposely, it's amazing the results you'll get. You go, where did these extra sales come from? They came because we learned to present what we do differently. So that that's my story. I'm sticking to it. It's it's a, it's a great. It's a, there's so many great things. We you and I could talk for hours about this and 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 share so much with your guest. Well, I think we, maybe what we'll do is I'll bring you back for another show um, because I do want to be mindful of time. And I had another question for you, and then I want you to share again with uh, our viewers. You know where they can get um, your your gift, your takeaway item for today. Mm -hmm. um, so let me ask you the question that I ask all of my guests. And and again, I want to reiterate how you know I'm grateful that I attracted you as a guest. I, you. I really want to hit that home with our viewers. Like I worked really really hard on myself over the past year. 
I launched this podcast. I was I was terrified. And yet here I have an amazing leadership expert, multimillionaire, who we found each other online and wanted to be today. And it, it was all about me finding a leader within and going forward, even, even when I was scared and, you know, just unsure of, of the future, right? So I want to encourage you to, to think about that if you're listening in today. Um, so my final question for you, Joseph, is when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, which has a lot of meaning to me, that's why I chose to name this podcast that, what does that phrase mean to you? Healthy, wealthy, and wise. I thought about that before I came on, and, and it's, it's, it's a great name, by the way, because it really encompasses a lot. Healthy mentally, physically, and spiritually. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you strong and healthy and balanced? That's a key word, balanced in those areas or not. If you don't have good health mentally, physically, and spiritually, then you're going to be weak in one area or another in your life. So, so look at all three of those things. Um, wealthy, wealth to me is, 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 is having enough to, to be comfortable um, we, I could have retired several years ago, chose not to, because I'm having a ball doing what I'm doing. I love helping people do what I do or, you know, with what I do, but, you know, love family, feeling love in your life. Number one, mm. family, um, certainly resources to be able to travel and go where you want to go. That's all great. And you can have that. You can have that. If you have a plan, we talk about being very specific about the plan. And I know you do a lot of work in this area, the very specific plan for how much money you want to have, how much you want to make. If you don't have that plan, if you don't have that number, it sort of just is a nebulous thing that comes and goes out of your mind. Gee, I wish I had more. And then wise wisdom is the greatest gift of all, isn't it? Solomon prayed for wisdom when he prayed. What can you get? I want wisdom. And he got that. And and I, I know now at this stage of my life, wisdom is a really important thing. I look at things and I go, gee, that's not so wise <laughs> that they're doing that. Why can they do it differently? I see it all the time on TV. Why didn't you say this instead of that? But, you know, that's another piece. So that's what healthy, wealthy, and wise means to me. Awesome. Wonderful. I love learning from other people. I love learning your wisdom that you shared with us today. And I know you have a text opt-in. I want you to explain everyone. I'm going to share it on the screen. It'll be in the show notes. But how do people get your book? Tell them what the text opt-in is about and your digital course. Um, Well, what we do is if you'll take out your phone right now and text the word performance, just the word performance, to 77948, you'll get an immediate response with an article that I wrote on fixed and growth mindset, because we all have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. You should know what yours is and begin to understand how you could learn better and be more successful. Um, So text the word performance to 77948. For the people that text in today, we're going to award one person. We're going to give away one digital course to one person. We're going to pick them at random. I'm not going to pick. My assistant's going to pick. And the, it's $397 value and you get it for free, one person. So right now, pick up your phone, 77948, the word performance. And at the end of the day today, we're going to pick somebody who gets the course for free. For the rest of you, if you text in today, the words performance to 77948, by the end of the day, we're going to lock it out. And anybody that was in there is going to get a 50% discount on the course when it comes out at the end of the month. Now, this course is six modules. It's video, print, everything. It's full, full-blown, beautiful course. 
that'll help you become an even more effective leader of you. Some of you are already effective leaders, but we all can be even more effective. We can all be even more wealthy, even more happy, even more healthier. We all can be. So 77948, the word performance, you'll get either a 50% discount on the course if you're, you know, but you got to do it today because it's all time logged. If you do it tomorrow, you don't get the 50% off. You'll get the article, Fixing Growth Mindset, and one person today is going to win a $400 digital course. You guys better all text in because I'm texting in, even as the host. I can do that, right, Joseph? <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. It would be our pleasure. And just to clarify, because this is live today, it'll be in iTunes on Monday. What if someone hears it on Monday and still texts? If they do 24 hours from the time they hear the podcast when it comes out on Monday. So I'm going to tell my assistant. So we'll extend it to, we'll extend it to, what is Monday? Monday is the 12th. the 12th. We'll extend it to the 13th. So you got till October 13th. What a nice extension. You got till October 13th to text the word performance to 77948 so you can be one of the people to either win a digital course or get 50% off a digital course. And oh, by the way, those people that get 50% off, I just authorized my developer to give them lifetime upgrades. So if we, as we upgrade that course over the years, you're going to get the lifetime upgrades. You'll get it for that for free too. Wow. Hey guys, I went to bat for you. So now my, my odds diminish. <laughs> but it's because I love you. So thank you so much. You guys can check out more in the show notes, how to connect with Joseph. Here's his website, theleaderofyou.com. Just another couple of a quick announcement that go really well with the topic today. Most of you guys know I had a pop-up podcast course last month, got raving reviews and I got feedback. And as a leader, I'm always looking to get better right? And so I'm offering up this course again next week on how to build a list and monetize it forever and be the leader that people are looking for right now. People are hungry for leadership. So I'll be teaching you how to create and repurpose content, how to how to connect with people like Joseph and get them on your podcast, for goodness sake. So all of the relationship building that I've been doing over the years, I pivoted from offline to online to connect authentically with others. And a lot of people could, could really learn and benefit from that. So go check it out, listbuildwithlois.com. And again, if you have any questions or feedback about today's show, uh, go to text me at 612-799-8791. I'm always willing to hear what you guys would like to learn more about. And uh, Joseph, did you have- Yeah, just, just one more thing. The leaderofview.com is is the landing page for the book and the digital course. My, my email address is jrosales, R-O-S-A-L-E-S, Jay Rosales at the performance group, az.com. So they can reach me there and, and ask me any questions and be happy to, to support any of your listeners that are looking to grow professionally, personally, because when we grow personally, we usually grow professionally well if we apply those things forward. But it's been a real pleasure to be on the program with you today. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for being such a, a proponent of success in people's lives. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Tune in next Friday and every Friday and go to healthyandwealthyandwise.com to receive the post-production show episode of this so you can watch it. Like Joseph said, don't just watch this once. Watch it twice, three times, and go take action. Until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this 
Please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.